Hello, all you happy innovators. How you doing today, huh? I hope you're doing good. I'm going to talk to you today about something that I think that we all kind of maybe take for granted. And I believe that we shouldn't. And what I want to talk about is this. Water. Clean, drinkable water. Think about that. Just think about how important water is to our lives. It's amazing, isn't it? When you really think about it. And I think it's just something we all take for granted, you know? A nice, ice-cold glass of clean water. Or a nice hot shower in the morning. Or a nice hot shower at the end of a long and difficult day. Think about it. It's amazing, isn't it? We take it for granted. We take it for granted. So I'm going to share with you a story about water. And it's a story about why I don't take water for granted. Okay? Now, as you know, I'm a musician, right? And in reality, the real world, being a musician, you know, dedicating your life to something like that in our culture usually means that yeah, you're going to be able to make music and create music, but you're going to need a job that will pay the bills because you're not going to be able to get that done by just making music. Okay. Um, now, throughout the course of my lifetime, I've had several different jobs. Okay. And a lot of them were very physically difficult. And I don't mind physical work. I kind of like it, okay? Um, You know, a lot of the jobs I had were like, you know, ditch digger. You know, that's what I am at my core is a ditch digger, you know? And, um, And I was used to that kind of work. But this one time, I was working as a landscaper, okay? And it was during a heat wave. All right. And uh, I was working with a crew of guys that were really a bunch of assholes. Okay. Um, Because they were younger than me and I was a little bit older. And, uh, you know, (laughs) probably because I'm a little eccentric or something. And they were just, you know, marbleheads, you know, they they were stupid. Okay, and um, they were really rude to me and um, had absolutely no regard for me whatsoever. Okay, and, you know, I wasn't in charge in this situation, so I was at the mercy of these jackasses, you know, and so what they did one day was there was a job that they didn't want to do. 
because it was unpleasant or something. So this group leader, this asshole that I worked for, okay, uh, they dropped me off at this job by myself, okay? And it was like a really hard job, okay? It was it was difficult work. And I guess, honestly, part of me was glad that they weren't around because they were just this bunch of assholes, you know? And stupid, stupid people, okay? Stupid guys. Very stupid guys. Um, so they dropped me off, and that was fine, but the problem was, okay, is that I didn't have any food, like, for lunch, okay? And I didn't have a vehicle, so I had no way of getting something to eat. And most importantly, I didn't have anything to drink, okay? And like I said, we're in the middle of this major heat wave, okay? So they take off laughing, probably, and uh, I get to work, okay? Now, about an hour after I started to work, I'm thirsty, okay? And about an hour after that, okay, two hours into the day, I'm really starting to get thirsty. <laughs> like, okay, like I need something to drink. And a couple hours after that, around what would be lunchtime, right, noon, okay, uh, I'm really uncomfortable. Okay, I'm not just thirsty, it's actually, you know, I'm starting to get lightheaded. And I'm starting to, you know, physically need a drink of water. Okay. A couple hours after that, still working. Okay. Still a heat wave. About five hours into the day, maybe longer than that. Uh, it's critical. Like, it's, it's really, it's really to the point where I kind of like have to almost stop working. Otherwise I'll faint. I mean, I'm that thirsty. Okay. And I remember that feeling. Okay. Distinctly. I remember that feeling because it was suffering. I mean, it was truly, truly suffering. Um, and I got to the point where I was almost ready to pass out. Okay, it was so hot and my throat was so dry. I was so thirsty. Now, this is, you know, a good six hours in to the day of labor, you know, just hard physical labor in this heat. Right. And I started to fantasize about water, you know, just just a clean, cool drink of water. Just a little bit. Just something to just soothe my throat and, and um, restore my energy and just kind of like rehydrate my body. You know, because you start working and you just start sweating, you know, and you sweat for the whole day. So your body is just constantly losing hydration. You know, you need to hydrate and it was torture you know it was just torture and 
So I stopped working for a couple minutes to just kind of get my bearings and, you know, I was dizzy and I was, you know, in physical pain, really, because my body needed water so badly. And I was like bummed out, you know, that, um, these guys that I worked with had kind of abandoned me there, you know, treated me this way too. So there was a a little bit of hurt feelings too, you know, on top of it all. So I'm sitting there kind of like bumming out, you know, just angry, disappointed, you know, extremely thirsty, you know, like just, I need something to drink. Like I, I need to find something to drink. And just as I was thinking that, okay, this lady, complete stranger, okay, comes out of her house. Okay. Now, apparently she had been watching me working. And I'm a pretty hard worker, you know, when I get going, you know, I break shovels, you know, I'm that kind of worker. I literally break shovel handles. I mean, I work hard, okay? And I like to work hard. So this lady comes out of her house and she has a couple of bottles of water in her hands. And she walks up to me and she's like, oh, I saw you working and, you know, you were working so hard and uh, I thought you might like something to drink. So I'm looking at her like, who are you? You know, like, like, thank you. Thank you for this. And she just hands me the water and I just take them. I say thank you, you know, but I wanted to hug her. You know, I wanted to like cling to her leg, like thank you, you know, grovel at her feet, like you don't realize what you've just done for me. You know, I was literally worried for my health, like heat stroke. You know, and uh, she came out and she took that away. She took that discomfort away from me with such a simple gesture. You know, and ultimately, I guess it's a positive and uplifting story because in the midst of all this negative treatment and heat and discomfort and, you know, abandonment and whatever, here comes this stranger, someone I don't know, someone I have never seen before and will never see again. But she came out and alleviated that suffering for me. And I tell you this story because I learned a few important lessons that day. Okay? One, I learned that the world is divided into two different groups of people. Okay? People who suck and people who don't, okay? And I also learned 
how important water is. Okay? I learned that day to never take water for granted ever again. Okay? And I also learned about the kindness of strangers. Okay? And what people are capable of and how thoughtful and kind some people are. And there's people who suck too. But we won't give them any more airtime. Okay? We're going to talk about this stranger for a minute. This woman who came out. She didn't know me. You know. But she had empathy for my situation. And she came out and she alleviated this extreme situation that I was in. And she probably didn't even realize how much I needed it. But man, if that didn't blow me away. You know? And it taught me, okay, it taught me how important it is to be that kind of person for people. You know, I'm no Mother Teresa. I'm not great. I'm not a miracle worker, you know. But when you see somebody in a jam, or when you see somebody who might need a hand, help them out, you know. Reach out, because this woman did. And man, from that day forward, I promise you, okay, I'll never forget that. I never forget it. And any chance I ever get to do that for someone else, you can bet your ass that I'll be there. You know, I'm that kind of person. There are people who suck and there are people who don't. I'm probably capable of both, you know, but... I'm trying to be a person who doesn't suck. I'm trying, you know? When I think about it now, when I think about that woman coming out and taking care of me, you know, the stranger. Wow, what a revelation. And, you know, to drink that cool clean water after being so thirsty to the point of passing out you know and to be handed a cool drink of water I'll never take water for granted ever again ever again and man this was like 20 years ago you know I still remember it Like it happened yesterday. I'll never forget it. And I guess to top off this Singularity Podcast episode, I'll share with you another story about water. Okay? Now, this is like back in like 1995 or 1996. Okay? It was when I was playing in that band Slow Bob. Okay? 
and I worked with my bass player. We worked on a land clearing crew. It was really basically just him and I, and maybe from time to time, a third person. But really, it was just him and I. And we would go into usually like developments and things like that, where they were going to build a new house, and we would go in and clear the trees out for the new house to be built, okay? And it was really physically difficult work to do, okay? On a, on a good day, you know, it was killer. You know, it was really, uh, uh, man, you know, I equate it to being like in the military, okay? It was just like, like combat, you know? It was dangerous. It was uh, uh, uncomfortable. It was, uh, you know, physically taxing, you know, it was uh, all the things you could imagine that it would be. And like I said, like, you know, usually like during the summer and the spring and things like that, that's when we were the busiest. But in the wintertime, we would still work. It just wouldn't be as often. Okay. Because there wasn't as much construction happening in the wintertime. But from time to time, you know, we would get a job and we would have to show up and do the work, you know. And uh, this one time we were in a development, okay? It had been, the the street had been made, okay? So there was a concrete street in the middle of this, you know, forest for the most part. Uh, so there weren't any structures around to kind of like block the wind you know, or to slow the wind down from hitting us while we were working. And it was just, you know, waist deep snow. Okay, so I'm I'm trudging through the snow with this chainsaw on my shoulder, you know, marching out to these trees to start getting to work. And my buddy is on a bulldozer. So I would drop the trees and he would grab them with the bulldozer and move them over to our chipper, okay? Which, after I got done dropping a certain amount of trees, I would run over to the chipper and we would start grinding up the trees, you know, making mulch. And this particular day, okay, it was freezing, okay, freezing. And I was so cold, I mean, to the core. My, I mean, I have never been that cold before or after. I mean, enough for me to remember it 20 years later, okay? I mean, I was freezing. It was so cold. It was so cold, you know? So we wrap up the work for the day. You know, it's time to go home. And I swear to you, I mean, the whole drive home, I mean... I was freezing, you know, even though the heat was on in the car, I was so cold to my core that I was still cold when I got home, okay? And I mean, as quickly as I could, I peel my clothes off, you know, start the shower as hot as I can get it, and uh, I, I jump in, you know, and let me tell you something, okay? I never appreciated a shower, a hot shower, 
as much as I did on that day. Okay? And I distinctly remember being in the shower and just being thankful. You know? Like, so thankful that I was actually saying it. You know? To myself. Like, thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you for hot water. You know? And, uh, it just thawed me out, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it did. I, I mean, I literally had to thaw out. Okay. And, uh, that did the trick. And let me tell you from that day forward, man, every time I get into the shower and it's a hot shower, you know, you can turn the dial up to heat, you know, it's not cold. It's hot water. hot water. (laughs) Ah, thank you for hot water. You know, never take it for granted. Never. I'll never take hot water for granted again. A hot shower, you know, (laughs) never again. So maybe you can empathize a little bit. Maybe you have experiences like this of your own. Um, And you understand what I'm talking about. These things we take for granted, really. Because they're there all the time. Um, You know, one time, not too many years ago, back in the 2011, you know, we had a tornado. And it just wiped out the city that we lived in. And the power was down for a really long time. And we didn't have hot water. And we barely had water, let alone hot water. And uh, I remember that too, you know, uh, not being able to shower, you know, uh, a hot shower. Whoa. When the power came back on and we were able to finally, you know, get back to our normal mode of existence. Wow. You know, another reminder Don't take it for granted. It's not always a given that you're going to have the ability to drink a clean glass of water or take a hot shower. Think about it. You know? And I'll leave you with that. That's all I wanted to say. Don't take it for granted. Cool, clean water or a nice hot shower? Hell no. Never take it for granted. So with that, This is Mike Bostwick from Pipe Choir Records signing off. And remember, folks, if you want to keep what you've got, you've got to give it away. Take it easy.